Jackstus Homestuck. We are on Act 4 still of Read Stuck, where I'm reading stuff out loud. It gets more exciting in here. We have more trolls. We have more voices. Hopefully, you can tell my voice is apart. If you can't, I'm sorry. If you have a good solution to that, that doesn't require me getting people on and scheduling with other people for this, let me know. Because I don't want to schedule people with this because these episodes take so long anyway. Um, for example, I started off with an hour of recording for this. I think I've cut it down to 40 minutes. That is a lot of editing. Um, but anyway, I, I really hope you guys like this. Let me know if there's anything I can do to like jazz this shit up or whatever. Um, but, uh, cause I'm trying not to like bog you guys down with these cause, um, I know you like uh, me having people on, um, but I also like to read this in this, this whole read stuck thing was the whole reason I started this podcast last year, um, back in January. So, um, so yeah, I want to stick with it, but, uh, I'll, I'll try to keep it at, at least every other week. So next week I do have a special guest planned um, so I'm very excited about that. This weekend will be me talking about Pester Quest. Hopefully I will get that up actually on Saturday instead of Sunday night. Um, so, so yeah, I'm very excited, um, to continue reading this. I'm excited for the voices I get to do, um, and the shit I have to say. If you want any bloopers from me, uh, you can always subscribe to my Patreon. $1 a month gets you access to all bonus content on there, including the occasional blooper, um, which I feel is only going to become more frequent. So I, I have one from this episode, which is why I'm mentioning it. So anyway, I, I, I talk so much on these, but no one's complained to me yet. So I am going to say that's okay. And honestly, being able to just fucking ramble at you guys like this is one of the reasons I like doing these solo episodes because I, I don't know, I don't, I don't do it when I have a guest episode. I just record it with a guest and then that's it. And I throw it up here. So, um, also while I'm rambling, I'm so sorry, Abby. Thank you to Kansas Just Got Gear, my something to your Patreon because I can't remember what tier you are now, but you know, and I know, and that's what counts. And I love you. Thank you. Um, so if you want to get a shout out, um, I have different tiers on my, my Patreon. So you can get shout outs. You can get special thanks. You can get access to surveys and quizzes. Not quizzes. What am I talking about? Surveys and like, uh, you get to tell me what to put on here. <laughs> Maybe. And um, just a bunch of special content. And... Uh, what's the big thing? Uh, for for the higher up tiers, you get access to my schedule ahead of time. Um, and you get access to Discord role. Well, at $1, you get ask, ac access to my Discord, uh, a special role on there. But I also have one for an even higher tier. You get a special, special Discord role. Uh, and then at even higher, if you want to give me a lot of money a month, you get a spot on my website. Uh, basically, there's a lot of stuff. Please go check out my Patreon at socially at patreon.com slash socially anxious dragon. Um, and that's all one word. It's like socially anxious dragon. 
Um, and there's, there's a lot on there and your support is really helping me. I'm going to be able to put out a lot more content. Um, assuming I don't have any more random weekends that go to nothing. Uh, my, my mom and brother are up this weekend for context, which is why this is kind of late. And, um, well, it's not late. It's on time for most people. It's late for my patrons because usually they get it several days early in theory, hypothetically. But anyway, uh, support me. Um, I also forget, but I do voice commissions. So if you hear one of my troll voices and you really like it and you want me to say certain things in that voice, uh, check out my uh, Ko-Fi coffee, um, which is also Socially Anxious Dragon. And please follow me on Twitter, uh, HS. And I also have a new uh, Tizius Ask account, which is Ask Tizius. I lucked out and got that. So check that out. And, um, and yeah, join my Discord. Come on and talk. I have memes. That's what the kids like these days, right? Memes? So, <laughs> yeah, come check that out. Uh, thank you guys so much. I should probably start saving these to the end instead of the beginning. But this way, I force you to listen to it. And one day I am going to go through these episodes and figure out when my rambling stops and like put a time mark so you guys can choose to skip all this. But I haven't done that yet. One day. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for getting me up to my next tier so I can produce all this more extra content for you that you haven't seen yet because I just got this tier. But... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're going to start off uh, again. We are, if you forgot what this episode is about, because I've talked too long, we are doing Read Step Act 4. I think this is part 4, maybe. I think this is part 4. I don't know. But we're starting on page 1523. So that is homestuck.com slash story slash 1523. And we end on homestuck dot com slash story slash one five nine six god we did not get through a lot fuck these later acts are gonna be something else um anyway thank you guys so much and uh in enjoy me reading stuff and see you guys saturday you guide the air consult with him rose are you there I went through the gate. Nana said you might be here too. Are you in kind of this spooky, glowy place with oily rivers and stuff? Let me know, okay? I guess one could use those words to describe it, if armed with a predication for the inept. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, what words would you use, Miss Wordy Pants McSmarty Blah? Eerily iridescent? Um... I certainly don't see any oily rivers. There's an ocean, though. I haven't found an ocean yet, but I don't know. The place is really big. It's like a whole planet down here. Oh, man, which reminds me. I just got hounded by a troll. Yes, one of them is bugging me now. I thought it was odd timing. Yeah, well, they say they want to be friends. Also, they're playing Esper, but not like the same session as ours or something. Oh, also, they're moving backwards in time, which sounds really stupid, but whatever. Color my curiosity peaked, I guess. Yeah, I guess answer him if you want to. Or not. But anyway, it's great you made it here alive and stuff. 
So Dave came through? Eventually. Pardon the envy I'm about to vent in your direction. For what? For finding yourself at the mercy of a rational orchestrator. Oh, ha ha. Yeah, I'd... Yeah, I'd feel kind of weird if Dave was watching me too. You don't feel weird when I watch you? Rose, I feel weird when you're just talking to me. When you're watching me, it's just like the weird frosting on the big weirdo cake. I can't see you now for what it's worth. Yes, I'm free! Okay, I'm going to go over the river and through these woods. You talk to your troll, I guess. We'll compare notes later. Okay. Bye, John. Who is this bothering you? Hey, Lalonde, stop crying in your mom's beverage. She hates you and has left you forever. <laughs> now I'm confused. On the surface, this appears to be another contrivance from a troll desperate to offend. But John said you wanted to be friends. And if you knew me, I suppose your remark could be construed as a ploy to elicit agreement and soon rapport. Not that it would actually work. God, you really do talk too much. So, which is it? Oh, your text smells good. Is that lavender? You smell words? You don't? Right. Aliens, I forgot. Yes, it's easy to forget, given our rapport, and how much we really have in common. I forgot that you humans actually communicate with speech instead of releasing clouds of fragrant gases and smelling each other's sentences. Gross. So gullible. You'll believe anything I tell you. Of course we talk, dummy. Still not sure if I'm being courted or trolled here. I'm going to go with the latter. I hate you all quite a lot, but I think the others will eventually realize that it'll be mutually beneficial for us to all work together, and so they'll probably be all friendly like later on. By later on, you mean now. Yeah, that's probably what John was hearing. And maybe they'll even mean it and want to be friendly, but I intend to stay pissed at you forever, even if I seem helpful. Then you're in luck, because you don't. <laughs> no, but I will be. The fact that I will be helpful is an immutable fact I am stating for the record. It does not mean friendship is what is taking place here. John was told you were moving backwards through time. Was he gullible to believe this? Or is the fact that I'm asking just further indication of my own gullibility? Feel free to continue shifting the definition of the word to suit your convenience. We haven't even been talking to you for long, like a few minutes from my perspective. If there are some of us who decided to start talking to you at the end of your adventure right off the bat, instead of at the beginning like what's logical, then that's their stupid business. I'm staying linear, because weird time stuff gives me a headache. Oh, also, it's pointless. All right, let's continue milking my human gullibility and say I believe you. You're the sensible one who's decided to communicate with us in linear lockstep with our timeline in order to help us out. How can you help me? You just entered your medium, right? Yes. Okay, does it seem like there is a subtle voice in your head urging you to do things? Yes. It's not so subtle, actually. Yes! For me, too, it was more loud and clear than for the others. You see, we are meant to be best hate friends forever. A beautiful soul grudge this cosmic was surely authored by the constellations. 
They all thought I was crazy, but <laughs> it turns out we all were in our own ways. That helped us realize the particular destinies the game put together for us. In the vocabulary of, like, the hyper-flexible mythology it tailors to each player's group. You mean, for instance, if a player were to learn she was a seer? Yeah, exactly. Seer of mind, page of breath, knight of blood, maid of time, etc., etc., etc. Twelve for us, but obviously four for you. Every session is different. And this voice? Oh yeah, it's an exile. Exiled from what? It took us forever to figure this out because they aren't meant to be an obvious aspect of the game. They're on your dead planet, just like they're on ours. Years after its reckoning, their role is to help you in your quest in some ways. The obvious way is by directly guiding your actions, but maybe the more important ways are these little things they do, probably without even realizing it. Actions that complete loops in the timeline, cogs in paradox space. Paradox space? Oh hell, listen, the universe will eat paradoxes for breakfast, and so will this game. Get used to it. By now, you should realize this whole mess was a big self-fulfilling clusterfuck. A huge, orgiastic, Mobius double reach around. I'm starting to see that. So the exiles are on Earth? Does that mean our goal is to get back there too? To resurrect it somehow? No, no, no. See, ironically, they get to do that. After they're done helping you, that is. Your job is of greater consequence, to say the least. But part of their job is to rebuild life and civilization there. And if they're successful in thousands or millions of years, the technology is unearthed and the planet is ripe for seeding all over again. You never answered the question. Where were they exiled from? From the two kingdoms in the Incinosphere, expatriated during the Reckoning, former agents. What are agents? I think... This will be more constructive if I contact you again in a little while when you know more. And I don't have to explain so much. When? In a couple of seconds for me. But not for you, sucker. Meanwhile, the past pulls a mean double reach around. Hey, happy birthday, Jade. Yay, thank you, John. Whew, okay, I got your present in the mail just on time. Plus, I sent roses and Dave's too. Why do your guys' birthday gotta be all bunched together like that? You're running me ragged. <laughs> I know, but it is nice of you to think of us all like that. I can't wait for you to see what I got you. I don't want to spoil it or anything, but hopefully it will help you solve those problems you've been having lately. Mysterious wink. I'm sure it is great. I can't wait either. It might take a while to get here from there, but it will be worth the wait. Oh man, I am such an idiot. I forgot about how long it takes you to get stuff. Arg! John, that's okay, really. I'm sure it will get to me exactly when it needs to, and it will be a nice surprise when it does. Okay, well, I hope so. Uh, hold on. Wait, goddammit, don't block me. I mean, not that blocking me would do anything, but just listen. What do you want? I just have to deliver a message, and then I'll go. It is a message from you, so you probably ought to listen. This is nonsense. Every time I believe something you say, you laugh at me and call me a gullible human. It's so childish. Okay, fine. I admit it. I completely shit the bed here. I get that. 
and I can't promise I won't keep trolling you, because I will, in weeks or months or whatever. I'll keep giving you a hard time, but see, that won't be present me. That's past me, from like half an hour ago or so, when I was more hot and bothered about all of this, okay? I don't know what you're talking about at all. It's another prank. Whatever, fine, think it's a prank. As long as you remember this conversation. See, we're trying to talk to you in the future, and it's important, but you won't answer us. So we talk to you way in the future to ask how to get in touch with not-so-future you. Are you following? No. She said to talk to you now and tell you this. You know your robot? You mean the robot you think is stupid? The one you mocked me for having on a number of occasions? Yeah, well, I still do think your robot is stupid, but that's besides the point. Later on, it will blow up for some reason. It doesn't matter why. This is the worst prank you've ever pulled. Quiet. Anyway, when it happens, you won't know what to do. The thing to do is to contact us, and we'll tell you what to do. Why should I do that? Because that's what you told us to tell you. Whatever. Believe me, don't believe me. I did my job. I'm out of here. Okay, I'm back. Sorry. I had to tell someone to go away. Oh, God. The trolls again? Yep. They have been such a pain in the ass lately. It seems like there are so many. There are either like... There are either like 50 of these idiots, or it's one guy with a lot of alt accounts. I've never had any sort of feeling about them or what they want, which is kind of weird. But it seems to me like they're all probably different people and not one guy. I have counted 12. What do they want with us? Some people just like to needle others for some reason, John. It is like a game, I guess. They're like pranksters. Oh, hell no. Shittiest pranksters ever. But I think they are mostly harmless. Every so often, they manage to get through my block filter and hassle me. It's been going on for years. Actually, some of them are kind of funny, I think. <laughs> oh, wow. What? Years? Okay, well, I'm sick of them. I've been thinking about changing my pest jump handle to throw them off. So, I guess I'm going to do that. The package from your pen pal appears again. You've been wondering when it was going to show up. It has been months since you last worked on it. Hopefully a friend has made the final modifications you require. You'll have to mail it soon so it reaches John in time. <laughs> Ugh. Ha 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 LOL. <laughs> well, I guess you're not too bad a troll if this is all you do, just laughing at stuff. <laughs> John. Why would you laugh at a blind girl? Uh, you have no idea how much you disgust me. You're a total disgrace to the field of ectobiology. If we ever meet, I'm going to cut your throat and listen to you bleed while I smell you die. You think it's time to change your chum handle? To what, though? Gotta be something they'll never suspect. What was that thing she said you were a disgrace to? You have kind of a hard time reading shitty lead speak in spite of your awesome hacker cred. Parcel Maiden. Follow the agent. You have followed the authority regulator into enemy territory. It is a risky move, and this dark palace makes you feel very uncomfortable. But it is imperative you press on and recover that parcel. You have brought along a parking citation. If confronted, you will say you are only here to deliver payment and leave. You have no idea where you're going. You are too nervous to ask anyone. 
You take a turn somewhere and find an especially regal-looking red carpet. You wonder where it could possibly lead. The Black Queen directs you to the office of the Archagent. He is in charge of most of the tedious paperwork around here. Rose, I must leave you now. So, seriously, what were you doing just now? I was talking to someone. Who? You remember the trolls? Yeah. One of them messaged me, so I indulged him slash her slash it for a moment. Oh, I see you opted to chat up one of those D-bags instead of talk to the guy who saved you from a swirling shitstorm of angry flaming wizards. This is the last you will hear from me. You return to a more typical mindset. You suddenly feel empowered to make important decisions on your own without supervision, parental or otherwise. Rose, sip martini thoughtfully. Such as this one. Just a tiny sip couldn't hurt. Blah! Fourth exile. Suddenly appear. A windswept questant suddenly appears. PM. Command John to put the carved tablet into a Pixis. You follow the command telling you to command John to put the carved tablet in the Pixis and type, John, put the carved tablet into the Pixis. You successfully do that, and he successfully does that too. Everyone is friendly and cooperative. Egg! What the hell was that? It almost sounded like a huge egg appeared in the sky and landed, and then someone mysterious teleported out of it. Parcel Mistress. Locate the Archagent. You find the agent's office, but he is nowhere to be found. You eye something on the desk there. Parcel Mistress. Grab the box and run! If you act quickly enough, maybe you can grab the package and get out of here before- Can I help you? Mr. Noir tells you that ticket had better be notarized and punched in triplicate and presented with the full boon dollar penalty plus processing fees, or you are wasting valuable time he could otherwise spend shirking his clerical duties. Ticket? Oh, this thing? <laughs> Look at that. You are holding a ticket. How did you get that in your hand? It belongs on the desk with the others. No, you are not here to pay a parking ticket. You explain to the frightening man that you are here to pick up that green parcel. Jack makes it clear he would rather stab something to death than process the avalanche of paperwork needed to release the confiscated freight. Also, any legit courier would have the pickup forms ready to go. In spite of how he's supposed to be dressed now but isn't, he ain't nobody's fool. But perhaps an understanding can be reached. He gives you a hit list. Bring him the crown. Bring him the crowns? He'll give you the box. The parcel mistress departs with her mission of double agency. You wonder if she'll actually be so foolish as to attempt to uphold her end of the lopsided bargain. You make a policy of handing out a registered and hit list to just about everyone who enters your office, but you never think anyone's actually going to go through with it. You wish you could watch. She's a dead woman. You wonder why she's so desperate to acquire this package. What could be inside? Jack. Open it. Dave, punch some cards. You've leached more than enough grist from John to afford a punch designix, which for some reason Jade put in the hallway, making it kind of hard to walk through your apartment, but whatever. You also have plenty of grist for messing around with your alchemeter to manufacture some new gear if you want, but you'd like to figure out what the jumper block does first. Jade keeps dropping a weird assortment of objects for you to capture log and punch. You've given up trying to identify any rhyme or reason to the thought process behind it. Dave, put a punched card in the shunt. 
you put the punched blender card in the shunt just for the hell of it and stick it on the jumper pins. The alchemeter is fitted with the blender upgrade. This upgrade doesn't seem all that useful. Looks like all it does is grind up your totems. Date. Use a punched GamePro magazine card. The alchemeter is upgraded with a huge metal bust of this awesome bro. The device has been reduced to an utterly useless heap of shit. Time to yank out all the shunts and start over. Jade, draw the punch designix. Your inscrutable thought process leads you to draw the punch designix in your scribble pad. The pad recognizes the drawing, but there is no designix around, and even if there was, it would obviously be way too big to capture log. Instead, the ghost image of the designix is captured along with its capture code on the back. Jade, send the code to Dave. Dave, here is the punch code! L229BXOG. And then put it in the jumper shunty thing and see what it does. Okay. Dave, punch the code and put it in the jumper shunty thing. So I guess this is just a built-in designix, which is sort of cool, I guess, since I won't have to go downstairs and bang the hallway door into the thing and squeeze through every time I want to punch a card. Because, of course, you couldn't have just put it next to the alchemeter in the first place. But then I have to go downstairs anyway to make totems and get cruxite and stuff, so who really cares? Well, I think this is only one way to consolidate all the gizmo features. Hang on, I'll give you more codes. Jade, draw the holopad. You don't have nearly enough grist to deploy the holopad, whatever it does. But maybe you can get it as a freebie upgrade to the alchemeter. Looks like it worked! You love your scribble pad. Dave, upgrade the alchemeter with holopad. The totem pedestal is converted to a holographic projector. It projects an image of the item the punch code represents. This seems useful for previewing an item a code will produce without spending the grist on it. You test it out with the blender card. But it still renders the alchemeter unusable, at least without further upgrades. Jade, draw the totem lathe. You capture the lathe ghost image and apply the upgrade. Now the holopad projects a hologram of the totem that a punch card will create. This appears to turn the alchemeter into a one-stop shopping hub. You just punch a card, stick it in, and get your item. Nice. Jade, draw the jumper block. You get the code for the jumper block extension to upgrade the alchemeter with, uh, the jumper block extension? Okay, that's kind of a crappy drawing, but it seems to work anyway. Dave, upgrade. This is getting a little abstract. But it appears to economize on space. Now all you have to do is stick a card into the slot and apply an upgrade. Don't have to bother with the shunts anymore. Jade, draw the IntelliBeam laser station. This thing looks kind of complicated. Damn it! Dave, capture log enlarger. You grab the enlarger from your dismantled photography lab. Dave, upgrade. You apply the enlarger upgrade. Jade, draw air conditioner on roof. You ghost capture the huge air conditioner and give Dave the code to mess around with. Dave, make air conditioner unit. Size of the object you make is now variable. The bigger, the more expensive, as one would expect. You make a tiny air conditioner. This was totally not a waste of time. John, find the car. You find your father's car near the base of the rock pillar. It is surrounded by caution tape for some reason. You are reminded to be cautious. You cautiously inspect the vehicle. To no one's surprise but yours, the package and the game are missing. Someone is bugging you. 
John, it's me again. Who? Oh, that's right. The lead-speaking blind one. Go away. John, don't make fun of my handicap. Which one, the blindness or the lead-speak? I am sensitive about both. Sorry. You can make it up to me by letting me help you. Wow, you drive a hard bargain. But no. Before you keep typing more stupid O's in that word, just listen and do what I say. You know you're going to eventually anyway because you're a nice guy and a total weenie pushover. Oh, yeah, well, you're a huge... Oh, man, whatever. What do you even want? I'm motivated by self-interest to help you advance more quickly because I've got your whole adventure right here in front of me. Do you have a Braille screen or something? Shh. Anyway, the point is it's long and boring and you could stand to skip some steps. I don't really understand so you can see my whole future there right by just like scrolling around on some computer thing that lets you pick what time to talk to me how can you be bored by my long boring future why don't you just scroll around to wherever you want like the other weirdos are doing okay i can do that and i am i guess what i really mean is i just want to mess with you oh okay that sounds really great and helpful I mean, mess with the timeline. My friends all think that you can't really change anything, that your timeline where chat hopping around is set in stone, no matter what we say or when we say it. And they're probably right, but I don't care. I want to mess with it and taste what happens. Sounds dumb. But if it means you're going to help me, then go ahead and help me, I guess. Let's get you to the gate first. It's not far. I sniffed out a map of your planet. Whoa, you've got a map? Where did you get it? John, we are so much better than you in every respect. It's ridiculous. Can I have it? It's huge and mostly irrelevant. Here, let me draw you a small section of it showing you where to go. Okay. Gallows, Calibrators, and Ectobiologist, the file. Go here, John, dot gif. This is the worst crap I've ever seen. What am I looking at here? It's the best I can do. Okay, sorry, but it's useless. What's with these colors? I pick the ones that smell nice. Can you just, like, crop the world map? I thought you guys were the best. Shut up. My map is fine. Look, it's not even that far away. I'll lead you to it. It's a big pipe. You jump in. The wind will take you to the gate. It's a shortcut. You mean the breeze? Yeah, whatever. Let's get moving, John. Are you ready to fuck up the timeline? Sure. Rose. Strife. Rose. Knit the scarf. Ride the ogre. Rose. Answer Dave. I'm building up your house. By the way, why do you live in this weird compound? Do you host East European industrial raves? Never mind. The point is, I am out of grist. So if you're done whipping that ogre like a rented mule, maybe you could convert it into a grist windfall? Right now? The spoils would sink. I don't know, beach the thing first, I guess. Unless you're planning on sailing that ogre down the Mississippi with a runaway slave. And then what? What do you mean? You kill it, release a shitload of grist. Maybe you take one of your needles and puncture the base of its skull. Does it even have a skull? Or a brainstem? Can you find out? That sounds malicious. What? But you just rigged the thing with an edible harness and rode its torso like a log flume ride down a magical rainbow. That was self-defense. Murdering a wounded behemoth in its sleep strikes me as unseemly. 
This is bullshit. It's an unfeeling monster. Who gives a fuck? Maybe you could replicate a pillow I could use to smother it. Make it a clean hit. I would use one of mine, but they've all mysteriously gone missing. Well, fuck. Okay, you can either kill it for the loot or wait a couple hours for Gristorrent to steal more of John's. But then again, I'll be pretty busy in a couple hours, so make up your mind. Does John know we've been sapping his grist yet? No, but he's still got a ton, so screw him. Hold on. Someone's messaging me. Yeah, me too. You command the seer, so you may have some insight into her disposition. Who? The one who was a little snooty? Oh, yeah, sure. I command her, all right. I am like the pitmaster hustle daddy of all snippy book shrews. That's an exotic title. I thought you were the knight. Wrong. What do you want? Have you found her demeanor to be chilly? On a basis of personal interactions that hypothetically extends beyond the context of a short-lived and lackluster trolling effort. What the hell? I thought your familiarity with her may allow you to furnish me insight. She and you are familiar, isn't that right? Perhaps even regards you with, uh, endearment. You have no idea, dude. She is so in my grill, like a stray hot dog that rolled down here. And now it's too much trouble to fish it out with a tongue, so you just watch it, like, crack and turn black. Um, is this a common sort of practice in human courtship? Watching oblong meat products tumble into places they don't belong? Man, wait. What's this about? You have a thing for her, don't you? Don't deny it, bro. It's obvious. Am I being accused of falling prey to the human dysfunction of amorous inclination? <laughs> so terrible. What a transparent dodge, all hiding behind your alien shit. Just admit it. You want me to help you win her over. I just would like to gather some means of gauging her sincerity. Okay, well, it's easy. For everything she says, just take her to mean the opposite. See, not everybody always means literally what they say the way John and Jade always do. Maddening. How do humans forge meaningful relationships using such communication patterns? Perhaps it is the human riddle that is truly the ultimate riddle. Oh my flipping Christ. Okay, if you want Rose to dig you, you gotta leave that crap in the shitty sci-fi novels where it belongs. It was not a sincere remark. I have been practicing your human sarcasm. Oh, okay. That was pretty good. Maybe even too deadpan, but it's a start. Keep at it. Very well. I am beginning to feel as though I am the only one working on our friendship. Ha <laughs> ha! Yes, you're on a roll. That was sincerity. Oh. All right, look. If you want to keep her attention, you gotta pull out all the stops. Reverse psychology, mind games, all sorts of Machiavellian bullshit. I mean, unless you're really smooth and inherently likable like me, which you're not. Then keep saying the opposite things. That's kind of the obtuse alien way of getting it, but yeah, like an antagonism ninja. Like her. I don't know, you sort of remind me of her anyway, so maybe that's a good thing. It could be a horrible thing, though. It sounds like you are advising me to troll her again, which I have tried. It proved to be a fruitless endeavor. Yeah, I guess I am. I guess I'm saying be a less shitty troll. Okay. I believe I understand how to proceed. Good luck, bro. Rose, answer troll. Hi, so you get bossed around by the night, okay? Given that, I have a question. Who? Oh, the one who's supposed to be cool, I think? The sunglasses guy. 
Why would someone wear sunglasses while using a computer? I didn't say anything about a computer, but yes, <laughs> I thought the same thing about how asinine that is. So you know that guy. Um, I know that anyone committed to such an affectation could only be striving to mask a severe insecurity complex and likely harbors a crisis of self-image. I've been known to lend my charitable attention to such people, but only bossed around by them insofar as the psychiatric professional has cause to humor the demented for analytical purposes. Or maybe as a lab chimp commands the zookeeper's interest in its shit by forcing him to duck under its trajectory now and then. Okay, wow, I didn't understand those things, but uh, I mean Dave. Oh, that guy. Yeah, okay, given that, I have a question about him. I want to know about his emotional vulnerabilities and um, what are the tender spots that all those uh, devices he employs to conceal them? Uh, like all the things he says he thinks are funny? Tender spots. Your word choices are evocative. Is your design to couple with this gentleman? Whoa, no, no, whoa. Okay, that just made me feel upset to think about. I just want to really try to bother him. It's hard. If you're trying to get his goat, you should know he only stalks the animal in the first place for ironic purposes. Now, I'm not really interested in his earth goat, but if that was a figure of speech, then I guess that's okay. Then we're agreed. You are hell-bent upon literally seizing his shrill-bearded livestock. I'll assist you. Uh, if you really want to burn him, I recommend poetry. What? Poetry? As in, like, those human word bunches? Yes, they are the most delicious bunches we have. I suggest you serve these crisp bunches of honey and verbal annihilation to him as part of a complete breakfast. Oh, and... Will this breakfast injure his shrill barn beast? I mean this figuratively, just to be clear. A death cluster bombing of this sort will leave nothing wriggling from the raised earth, except sulfurous tresses while it cracks and turns black. You mean like the surface of an overcooked protein object? Yeah, I suppose what I'm saying is this. Drop some hard, peer-reviewed motherfucking science on his ass. Some serious government-funded shit. It will destroy him. Ahahaha! <laughs> yes! This is the idea I like! Your obvious cunning with words should depant Strider with such vivid... What the fuck is that word, Rose? Your obvious cunning with words should depant Strider with such a vivid Empyrean tempest, another regional sonic boom is certain inevitability. But even so... Consider me at your disposal to help craft a comeuppance of such unqualified devastation the angels will weep pearl strings of little urban fellows cantillating an unbroken chorus of oh snaps. Please, I think I am perfectly capable of manufacturing these alleged dope human rhymes and starting some sick fires. I don't need your charity that you said you lend to uh, earth monkeys who toss around poop or something like that. You're pretty snooty. Thanks for your help, but I don't need your help. Oops, sorry, I didn't mean to block you. Um? Rose, answer troll. Your dark speckled friend has advised me on a more effective method for trolling you. 
I think his contention is that this strategy will have the opposite of the intended effect and precipitate a sort of bond between us that is established in mutual antagonism. What do you think about this? I think you're shrewd to have recognized his ploy of sabotage, and you've earned my compliments. Ah, see, it is working already. What is? I've listened to his advice. I have resolved to modify the approach slightly. I know what I have to do, what we have to do. What's that? Remember the first time we spoke? Yes, but you said it wasn't the first time you spoke to me. We'll graciously admit my embarrassing skepticism, however. The first time you spoke to me was the second time I spoke to you. This conversation doesn't sound like your first time either. This is your second conversation with me, but it is my seventh with you. And when exactly does your maiden encounter take place? That's next time. So to clarify, if the matching of my first with your second is denotated by 1 equals 2, then the sequence would be... 1 equals 2, 2 equals 7, 3 equals 1, 4 equals... Yes, and the rest of the sequence is simply 4 equals 3, 5 equals 4, 6 equals 5, 7 equals 6. Unless my future self stowed another conversation in between one of those, which is entirely possible. But uh, I don't want to think about that. Why is it when the subject of temporal mechanics is broached, your sparing troll intellects, etc., etc.? See, that is what I mean, Rose. You are not as dumb of a girl as I was initially led to believe. You mean based on the first impression I am apparently about to make in our next conversation? Yes. What could I possibly say that will leave such an imprint? That is why I have contacted you. I will send you a copy of our first conversation directly from my chat log. Grim Auxilitrix sent Tentacle Therapist the file Conversation with a Very Stupid Girl dot text. I guess being forced to cooperate with a stable time loop is the only plausible explanation for my remarks. Yes, and then I found it sort of curious that during my next conversation with you, your various mental endowments and wherewithals were not as they seemed. I suspected the stratagem might be a counter-trolling measure, but then was not so sure and further examination grew warrant. And what if my counter-countermeasure is to choose not to transcribe this dialogue accurately in the future first place? But see, I have edited the copy already in ways that will remain secret for now, but you will discover once you type it. So you are destined to edit it no matter what, and what you submit will be what I once read regardless. Unless I decide to copy it word for word. Yes, unless I lied about editing it in the first place. Either way, through knowledge of what you will say, I have precisely engineered the nature of your transgression. So your trolling strategy now is to put idiotic words in my mouth through the machinery of temporal inevitability, and cause me to excruciate over how to subvert the transcription. Yes. While being perfectly upfront about it. Yes, I suppose it's that sarcasm all the time seems laborious to me. I'll admit it's a more advanced tactic than I gave you credit for. Yes, and the providence of this antagonism ninja vice grip pinching your larynx has already begun to supply my purpose with fruit. The chilly frost shimmering on our tree of human friendship has begun to thaw. Mixed metaphor aside, usually ninjas don't announce what they're doing when they're doing it. 
like when stalking an emperor to assassinate him. Or befriend him. But that's fine. I guess the only pointless question we haven't exhausted is why. Why the convoluted artifice? Dave raised insight into the human psychology of friendship development. By allotting you your side of the conversation, I have you at the disadvantage in your view, and you will seek to reclaim higher ground. In successive conversations, 4 equals 3 and 5 equals 4 and such, your demeanor will be terse if not saturated with disdain, and it will cause me to be confused and question your motivation. But now I know your motivation because I am supplying it here and now. They will be simple acts of friendly human retaliation. So you're not only rigging the first impression I make on you, but orchestrating my revenge for the rigging as well? Yes. It seems friendship for some humans is a basic aggregation of shallow and insincere hostilities. That's an interesting take on it. But now I know for sure Dave isn't behind this plan. It's too complicated. I don't understand. Who better to coordinate such events than the Knight of Time? You're awfully quick to his defense. Are you sure you don't have a thing for him? It's okay, bro. You can admit it. I'm hopping to 8 equals 8. Ideally, you will have long since discarded this train of thought. Okay, I'm going to talk to my dead cat. Dave, answer troll. Okay, my bro sapien, are you ready to get straight in, flat down, broadside, school fed the bone bulge by a dope smack, drinked out, smother fudging troll? Don't care. Okay, let me organize my notes here. Okay. Turn on some strict beats, maybe. It'll help to listen to them while I destroy you. When the policeman busts me and pops the trunk, he's all surprised to find I'm toting sick Billy, whose goat is that, he asks while he stops thunk about it. And I just say it's Dave's, you silly goose. But the man says, goose, where? Let me see your hands. And I say, shit, sorry, I didn't know it was contraband. Wow, okay, I'm getting off the point, which was about this hot mess Dave that you got landed in, like the cop I mentioned. But instead of your badge and your gun, it's your ass that gets handed in. And then got handed back to you. Because that's how humans get served. And guys like you deserve to understand that it's a circle of horns in your butt that got branded in. Um, before I gave your ass back to you, I did that is what I mean. But I mean, getting back to the point, or maybe two actually, the first is you suck and the second is how I smacked you fully. Oh yeah, that rhyme was so ill. But no, just joking, let's see how I can put this tactfully. I mean, the points on the horns in my head coming at you through traffic aimed at the target on your shirt that is red were about to get mad pornographic. I mean, sort of like a graphic crime scene, not like anything sexual. Uh, whoa. Never mind. Okay, getting back to the actual tactical vernacular smacktacle, I'm forcing you to be licking and liking, grab my horns and start kicking like you're riding a viking. Cause I'm your bully and you're not in charge. You think you're in charge, but you're not in charge. I'm in charge because I'm charging in your china shop, breaking uh, your plates and stuff, which I don't really know what the fuck plates are supposed to represent, but fuck. It's just that you think you are the cock of the walk's hot shit, but when in fact you are not, more like you are something that rhymes with the cock of the walk's hot shit, but is so much worse than the cock shit. So given that, let me be the first to say you act like you're gold from Prospect when you're really cold shit flushed from Durse. You just started some sick fires, bro.